You are listening to SSSN Sip and Girl Talk podcast this evening, and we are doing part two of the topic, The Calling of Being a Mentor. Again, this is part two, and our topic is The Calling of Being a Mentor. And joining us again this evening is my spiritual sister, Ina. Ina, say hello. Hello, everyone. Glad to be back. And we are so glad to have you back, Ina. I hope you got your sip today because I'm sipping on some water because we don't need to drink it, girl. Yes. Yes, I have my water. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's continue with part two. We left off in our last podcast and you and I, we were talking about how we were impacted by mentors that were in our lives. Right. And um, so honestly, we can truly say that having mentors is very beneficial. Definitely. Even for those of us, like you stated in the last podcast, you had positive people in your life, like your mom and other people, but mm-hmm. it's always good to have that extra village. Mhm. Yeah. So we uh, we definitely discussed that on at our last podcast, and uh, we named and talked about some of the mentors that we had in our lives. So we're gonna go ahead and continue our discussion. Uh, one thing that I want to just speak about is how important mentor programs in general are especially um, to those that may not have those positive influences in their lives, like you and I talked about, we had. We know there are some young kids, uh, whether it's male, female, that grow up. They may uh, be in a single family home or maybe in foster care. And so those are opportunities for them to have that someone that can come alongside and speak into their lives or give them that extra push, that guidance, that encouragement that they need. Yeah, Um, definitely. I mean, mentoring programs are crucial because everybody doesn't have the same um, starting point is what I like to call it because your home environment is your starting point. And you don't know Mm -hmm. better if you're not exposed to better, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So it's important. I know for me, I had one time, everybody knows the program, the Big Sisters, Little, or Big Brother, Little Brother, Big Sisters, you know, Big Sisters and Big Brothers. Mm-hmm. I think I, I butchered the name, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, Big Brothers and Big Sisters. Yeah, there you go. Big Brothers and Big Sisters. And I was really strongly contemplating uh, volunteering in that program when, um, at one point, and God just led me a different direction to um, serve as a mentor. But, I mean, that's the one that comes, that's one of the old school programs that I know of they've been around for years and they've been around for years because there's such a need for it every generation mm-hmm. you know nobody's every family has dysfunction but some have more than others and it's just that's a matter, true yeah and it's just a matter of you don't know better if you don't see better um half the battle is being aware and so it's just always important to reach back as we talked about previously um, to the next generation mm-hmm. or to the younger generation and we didn't I know without a shadow of a doubt I am not where I am without those pouring into me 
all those who came before me and poured into me and helped me grow higher. And so it's equally my duty to do the same. And um, having programs, you know, people can do that individually on their own because there's always young people in someone's life, whether it be a niece, a nephew, God, sister, God, mm-hmm. brother, God, son, you know, or a neighbor. It's uh, There's children everywhere. Um, or if you're a part of an official program, such as Big Brothers and Big Sisters, um, but they're definitely crucial, a crucial role. They play a crucial role in our environment, in our world today. You are correct. And I want to also point out with the women's group that we have, Spiritual Sister Support Network, I not only saw it as an opportunity to mentor women, because we also know that as women, you know, we, we can still use mentors right. in our lives as well. Right. And uh, whether it be to help us to go to the next level, whether it be spiritual or whether it, it be just to be empowered, you know, whatever it is that we may be in need of and at a certain point or a certain season in our lives, God gives us that opportunity to connect mm-hmm. with uh, other women so that we can go to that next level or um you know we can just have that extra support or that um extra person to love on us or to show us concern and care and um that we can bond with so i i think it being a privilege that i was able to start the group and the ministry sssn and i appreciate you for being being a member as well as being an active member, yeah, you know, where you are also in a position as well to pour into other women and to um be that example that um they may be in need of. So I just want to say thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Well thank you for being obedient to God <laughs> and starting the group. We all appreciate you are it. definitely welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's truly a blessing. And um, we know we started out as just it being the women and us empowering one another and bonding and supporting and loving and doing all of those awesome things. But God also called you and I to be mentors to the younger generation, Mm -hmm. which we name as our little sisters. And so um, I would love for you to just talk to me about your experience as being a part of SSSN and um, becoming the lead mentor for these young ladies? Um, oh, wow. That's a that's a loaded question, Quanta. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, well, SSSN, just being a member of SSSN has just been a privilege uh, because it's a sisterhood. You know, I fortunately have a sister, biological sister, but I know all women don't. But once again, it takes a village because no one person can be your all in all. So even though I have a sister and I'm close to her. Um, it, I don't live in the same state as her. And so having a group of sisters that I can visually see and meet and get together on a regular basis and come together, it just helps to have that support. I don't think anybody in their right mind will ever say you can have too much support, you know? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just having a, a safe place to be able to pray with somebody or be able to say, Hey, I'm struggling in this area. That's that type of support is so crucial. Um, because all of us have those moments, life is not easy. So you need to have that kind Mm -hmm. of support to be able to make it to the next step. And sometimes just the next day, um, 
Yeah. So I, I mean, in terms of just being a part of SSSN, I, I can go through several memories um, and bring up several memories of the times that you guys have impacted my life where I'm like, yeah, God, you placed me in the right place at the right time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then in regards to little sisters, you know, that was all God. Cause I was wrestling with that. <laughs> and then I had, cause he had me come to you. You didn't approach me. I approached you about it. And I was like, I just had a baby. Are you sure this is the time you want me to do this? The Holy spirit did not leave me alone until I talked to you. And then obviously what I said resonated with what, you, what was already in your spirit mm-hmm. because God had already planned it. And then we were just we ran with it. We ran with it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not surprised his timing caught me off guard, but I was, I'm not surprised because he had showed me when I was younger that um, I'm called to work with youth um, in many different facets. Um, but he's, he's called me to work with youth and to cover youth spiritually. So it's not mm-hmm. the fact that he called me to do, to help with little sisters does not surprise me. It was just the timing. I was like, wait a minute, I got two young kids and a, a brand new baby at that. And, you know, but God does things on his timing, not our timing. And you see, yeah. we're what, five years, almost six years later, we're still going strong. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he knew it was in me. I didn't know I could handle it all, but <laughs> he knew I could handle it all. And then, like you said, I love I love the word privilege because um, when it comes to these young ladies that we get to, that we've been walking with for the last six years, to me, it's a privilege to be in their lives. Um because there's so many things that they can be giving their attention to. And the fact that they keep coming back mm-hmm. and want to come back speaks volumes. And I said, well, thank you, Lord, because there's so many things that pull for young people's attention. And um, the fact that they are connected and that they're being fed by what, what God is speaking in and through us. Um, I was like, okay, God, use us. You know, this is, this is about you because it's ultimately about him getting the glory in and through yeah. all of it. Um, and I had, like like we talked about before, we both had positive role models in our lives within the home and outside the home. And for us, this is an opportunity with little sisters for us to be part of their village. And because, of mm-hmm. course, the parents, they're awesome in themselves because they, the girls couldn't participate if the parents weren't willing. Um, and so the fact that the parents see that there's a need and that um, yeah. the value of it is one blessing and then that the girls themselves see a need and a value is another blessing. So all of it works together. And so we're grateful. I am truly grateful. And I know you are too, um, Mm -hmm. to be in a position where the parents trust us and the girls look up to us and allow us to pour into them so that they can be everything that God has called them to be. And we've had a lot of good times, you know, uh, we can, I can run down some memories, all the sleepovers. Well, let's, let's run down. That's what I was going to say. Let's run down some memories. Let's run down some (laughs) memories. Oh my goodness. Remember when we did the, um, God, what was the name of it? I, I can visualize it. When I, what was it? The, the Love Cafe. Which one? The Love Cafe. Oh yeah. It, it, during one of yeah. the sleepovers where we were watching, it was basically about loving on ourselves. Though, you know, we it was yes. it was in February because it was a Valentine's theme. But I set up the Love mm-hmm. Cafe right there in my living room, and we watched Dark Girls and Light Girls. Remember, just talking about yes, loving we who did. we are. And I thought that was one. Of, mm-hmm. That was one of my most memorable because I was like, God, you you did that thing. That idea was just awesome to me. Um, it was. That idea was awesome. And then just even like what, a couple last year, we went. I'm sad we can't do things like this now because of Corona. But we went yeah. ice skating last year. We just had fun together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good mm-hmm. um, just to be able to get out in the community and just enjoy yeah. some social time yeah. together. Um, 
the Black History trip to Alabama, going to the George Washington. Oh Harvard yeah, that oh was yeah, good. and going to uh, taking a tour of Tuskegee, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, um, I just know there's certain things like yeah. in my spiritual walk where they grab my attention and just you know there's certain things you'll hear that's like okay I'll never forget that mm -hmm. and there have been many a times that God has allowed me to have those moments and then share them with the girls such as remember all the memory aids that I taught in regards to the 10 commandments mm -hmm. how I remember the 10 mm -hmm. commandments and the girls were like oh mm -hmm. wow I never thought I know I was grown you guys are getting young I was grown before I saw this <laughs> um and things like that so it's just an awesome opportunity to expose the next generation yes that's exactly that was the word I was that was coming to my mind when you were talking about it is like that exposure mm -hmm. to things that God laid on our hearts mm -hmm to do with the girls and you know some things for some of them they had not done it before and um, for others you know they may have but not to the extent of the way we were doing right. things and and the one the one sleepover I think that I will always remember is when we did the campfire and um, when we were outside mm -hmm. we toasted yeah, the marshmallows mm -hmm. yeah and we did activities with the girls, but then at the same time, you know, we, we always make sure that they get some type of lesson, right? you know, whether it be a spiritual lesson tied into something that is relevant to, you know, what they may be dealing with or may deal with later on in the future. And of course, we can't forget about the book. Yeah, that, um, yeah. We every talked young, about every young session. woman's battle. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. It's been mm -hmm. awesome teaching them about purity and walking through that in detail. What it means to be a young woman of God. Yeah, yeah. All of it together. Mm -hmm. um, and we're, I mean, and we're still walking with them. Um, of course, things yes, look a little yeah. different because of Corona, but uh, we're still walking with them. And it's to see them move into adulthood is what's amazing to me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, you guys are really grown now. And I remember when, but this is life, you know, this is the cycle of life, the circle of life, as the Lion King says. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just awesome. And see now that they're moving in to their callings, their individual callings and walking mm -hmm. in their purpose. And it's like, okay, God, keep it going. I know because this is bigger mm -hmm. than us. This, and know that knowing that what we do is... Um, like can be life changing, you know, is life changing. Yes. Um yes. because we're not just in fact impacting their lives, we're impacting generations to come, their children's their mm -hmm. children and their children's children because it keeps going. Um because they will be somebody's future wife and future mothers. And so we can teach them, mm -hmm. you know, lessons from our own experiences. So it's it's just a blessing. But I will forever I'm forever grateful that God has given us this opportunity. Um and yeah. it's it's definitely been a blessing. Like, like I said, the timing threw me off when he was approaching me about it, but he knew. <laughs> he knew. He was like, nope, now is the time. Now yes, the time. he did. Yes. Yeah. It, it was perfect time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now is the time. I was like, okay. Um, and everything has worked out well. Everything has worked out. Um, and of course, just in terms of being prepared for the sessions, mm -hmm. um, of course, I couldn't go before them without spending time with God because this is not about me. So it made it it made me even spend more time with God because I'm like, I'm not about to get up here and look a fool. 
So, uh, Lord, what you want me to tell the girls? What, what do you want me to focus on? You know what's going on in their lives. You know, it made me even draw mm-hmm. closer to God um, because I know I'm representing him and I don't want to misrepresent him. So it's, it's been a blessing. It definitely has. And I love the way that you come up with such creative things to do. Nothing but God. With the girls. Nothing but God. <laughs> and, but it's like right on time. Yeah. And, and they love it. Yeah. It's nothing but God. So it's an opportunity. He told me um, that one of my giftings was teaching. I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be in the traditional classroom, but I didn't know what he meant. Mm-hmm. Um, now looking back, I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. You have definitely put me in arenas where, you know, there's several arenas where you can teach. And being a mentor, you're mm-hmm. definitely teaching. Um, that's not the only thing yeah. you're doing, but you're definitely teaching, you're showing, you're being an example. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, it it was fulfilling of something. Little Sisters is one of the fulfillments of something that he definitely spoke to years ago when he was speak, telling me what my purpose was or is. Not go. done yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're still we're still working right. in the process of, of doing it. And that's so key because in one of our previous podcasts, we talked about discovering your purpose. Mm-hmm. And we uh we came from Rick Warren and we talked yes, about that's a great the chapter in his book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, where he talked about your shape. And so just hearing you share how you are feeling at this moment and just looking like how we stated, just looking over our lives and just seeing how God was preparing us for this moment and this season in our lives to pour into these girls and to mentor them based off of what God blessed us with, you know, throughout the years, as far as us having those mentors in our lives, we knew how impactful it was and you know how awesome it is to be able to teach and guide and love on and pour in and empower all those things that we're doing now you know God was preparing us for early early on in our lives so it's it's just amazing always as we stated before just to see how God works when you it's like hindsight twenty twenty, you just look back mm-hmm. and you just reflect. Definitely. Definitely. Um mm-hmm. definitely. And I can see these girls, many of them, they can go on and do the same thing that we're doing. You know, they'll be somebody's mentor for sure. And then see how they're connecting and um it, it's just it's it's the cycle. It's gonna keep going. And so I'm honored that God mm-hmm. chose us to be able to pour into them and to say, okay, here, I need you to pour in the next generation so that my word, because that's what it's all about. That's what kingdom is, is that yeah. from generation, he's like, I'm a God of generations, generation to generation, generation, that his kingdom continue to exist throughout the generations. Um, and so to be mm-hmm. able to continue to sow the seeds, hey, these are the lessons. You guys can learn from our lessons. You don't have to go through the same. Yes, you're going to have some lessons that you have to learn on your own, but you don't have to learn these lessons if you listen to us, you know, um, because yeah. you, you can learn from our mistakes. You don't have to make your own new mistakes, but don't don't make the same mistakes we learned or we made. Learn from our own mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a blessing to have because I, I learned quite a bit from my previous mentors, like <laughs> what to do and what not to do. You know, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So to have that kind of knowledge is, or wisdom at a young age 
is a blessing because it can save you some heartache. Because mm-hmm. we all know life is e- not easy. But if you can make it easier, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? Yes, I, I agree with you on that. And I, I want us to look at a couple of scriptures okay. to go along with this conversation that we are having. And the first one that I want to touch on is First Timothy 4 and 12. And I'll read it to you and just tell me your thoughts on it. And I know this will definitely be a familiar scripture to um, us and to the little sisters. But it reads, let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word and conduct and love and spirit and faith and in purity. And again, I read it one more time. Let no one despise your youth. But be an example to the believers in word and conduct and love and spirit and faith and in purity. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't argue with the word. It, it is what it is. God knows what he's <laughs> talking about. And what I like about this scripture is the fact that it's saying what we talked about in part one that I must live what I'm teaching, what I'm speaking. Like, how dare I mm-hmm. say, I don't want to be a hypocrite. You know, how dare I say, hey, well, you got to watch how you dress and you got to make sure that you're dressing appropriately, teaching girls about modesty. It's like, you could be stylish, but you need to be modest at the same time. They, they're not mm-hmm. uh, obsolete of one another. You can do both at the same time. Um, but then I come up in there dressed all in kind of way. Well, no, I got an example mm-hmm. of what I'm teaching. Um, because in that one, I'm not being a doer of my own word. So why would they even trust what I'm saying if I'm not living what I'm saying? Um, cause I think mm-hmm. it comes back to trust. Um, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, it comes back to trust. So if you want people to trust you and believe what you're saying and follow what you're saying, then you have to be an example of it and they need to see it play out in your life. They need to see how it's working in your life. Um, and then when it comes down to despising mm-hmm. your youth, I think that's twofold for us, meaning that, Hey, we could do whatever God puts on our hearts, no matter what's on our plate. If God said it, you know, run with it which is what we ended up doing. That's how Little Sister started. But then at the same time, too, do not despise them, meaning that they have stuff to offer. So the times that we started letting mm. them lead lessons and lead activities, you know, yes. use their gifts, um, allow them to opportunities to use their gifts in different areas uh, in terms of helping plan. Because, you know, I would always be like, look, what do y'all want to do? Because I'm not about to put forth the effort. Mm-hmm. And y'all not really interested. Tell me what you guys want to do. This is your group as much as it is mm-hmm. ours. So what what do y'all want to do? You know, and I will put or I will give them example um, options like option A or option B. Um, if we, when we were having outings, what do y'all want to do? You know, it's just don't just overlook them mm-hmm. just because they're young. They have things to say. And I love that's one thing about our group that I love is that they would speak to one another. They didn't only just hear from us. They heard from their spirits. Mm-hmm. And I think that's crucial because then that mm-hmm. allowed them to know they're not by, one, they're not by themselves. And then two, once again, they may receive it better from them, from their peer, than from us. So they can, they mm-hmm. have just a wealth of knowledge around them, whether it be yeah. the, the generation above them or the or their generation. They were surrounded within our group. They have the opportunity to get, to hear mm-hmm. from both. So I think that's that's a beauty mm-hmm. one of the beautiful things about it. Little sisters or any mentoring group, I actually. Yeah, and I think you you said it so well when you talked about trust, because we know 
being a mentor or even being a leader over a youth mm-hmm. group, you have to build that mm-hmm. trust before they will let yeah. you yeah. pour into mm-hmm. them, connect with them, or anything that's related to them getting to know you. You have to build mm-hmm. that trust. And once you're able to do that, and we know that, you know, everyone is not gifted to work with young people. Right. So um, it's, it's definitely a calling to be able to do it and, and um, a gift that God gives us to be able to connect mm-hmm. with young people and to listen to them. Because sometimes, you know, they, they just need want- an ear someone to listen yeah mm-hmm. they just need an ear well and time mm-hmm. and commitment because with whenever you're working with youth uh commitment is is key because they 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 know if you're faking mm-hmm. or not they know if you really want to be with them or not so it's all about the genuineness mm-hmm. as well it's like are you are you here because you have to be here or are you here because you really want to be here um and i think yes with the with us meeting as often as we met in the beginning you know they understood and how much effort and time I will put into preparing <laughs> or we will put into preparing for the mm-hmm. lessons. They realize, okay, they're not playing. It's like, yeah, we, we want to be here. We're dedicating. This is about you guys. Um, and even with all the life, you know, the yeah. changes that life is thrown at us in, in terms of even having leaders um, join in on our team and then having to step away. Mm-hmm. They always knew um, between the two of us that, Hey, they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um they're not going anywhere. As mm-hmm. far as even you know, I'm in another state, and I was driving to come down to me. Yeah, um, I was like, "Don't worry, y'all. <laughs> That's love." Yes, you're right. That is love. <laughs> that is love. That to drive two and a half, three hours one way to get to you, but they were worth it. Um, and I know they appreciated yes, they that are. as well. It's like, are you going to leave now that you're moving with this? Because I, I remember when I announced, made the announcement that I was moving. What does that mean regarding little sisters? Was the first question out there. Now. <laughs> Don't worry, little sisters is not stopping. I will be driving down for y'all. I love y'all, <laughs> but I will be driving down yeah. for y'all. So um, it, you know, that trust is built by the genuineness of our time together. I remember mm-hmm. T. Jakes. It's it's hard to live by, but it's so true. And I say it's hard to live by because sometimes you want to. It's not always what he said was because someone asked him, "How do you maintain?" quality family relationships good family relationships and friends and those who are close to you when you're a man you're, you got this going on you know he's a pastor he's a wife I mean a husband mm-hmm. a father um he he's a tv producer he's an author he does all these things and I'm sure I didn't even touch the table mm-hmm. I'm sure he owns businesses and all these things right how does he manage the quality mm-hmm. relationships and they said he said something very profound that I will never forget he was like it's not about the quantity of time it's about the quality of time. And of course, mm-hmm. quantity helps. He's not dis he's not mm-hmm. disregarding quantity, but he says when you have limited time, what are you doing with that time? What's the quality of that time? Because we can have <clears throat> excuse me, we can have 30 minutes together, but are we just sitting here watching TV or are we really engaging? You know, yes, and making the most right. of it. Are we having serious dialogue? I'm into mm-hmm. you. I'm, I'm, you got my full attention, and I have your full attention. You know, or are we just doing passerby activities where we're two people in the same room, but we're really not engaging? So I think when it comes to mm-hmm. kids, though, time is. I think both are key because the more time that you pour into mm-hmm. them, because they're looking like, look, I got several things I can do. Are you going to be worth my time? 
So quantity is great as well, but they're also going to, they're both equally important. But when you don't have as much quantity time, it's the quality time that makes the difference. It's the quality of the time you have together. So I, I I think that plays out when, whenever you're working with youth, I always think about the quantity because I also heard another quote and I can't tell you who said this one though. I think I read it in the book. <laughs> I, I think I read it in a book, but I don't okay. remember who said it. But to ki- for kids, it might have been Gary Chapman in the five love languages uh, of, for, of kids. Mm-hmm. But um, time is equivalent. I mean, love is equivalent to time. That's what I heard. For kids, love equals time. Like, you can't tell me you love me, but you, don't, you never spend time with me. And uh, so live, having that frame of mind... Plus, knowing how important it is, it's not just being in the same atmosphere, in the same environment, is also is a matter of the quality of time. Keeping those two at the forefront, I think we've been able to really succeed with mentoring the young ladies and, and uh, little sisters because those frame our planning and our, our mentality of how we're spending our time with these girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I want to touch on the uh, second scripture, which is 2 Timothy 1.9. Mm-hmm. And it reads, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which has, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. And I read it one more time. Who has saved us and called us? with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. And that's Second Timothy 1 9. Yeah. Another great scripture. It does goes it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where I said, well, you know, God was urging me and saying, hey, you can go talk to Kwanda about, you know, starting up working with youth and this and that. And I was like, wait a minute, God, hold up, hold up. I, I just had a baby. She's only six months old. Are you sure this is the right time to be trying to start working with a group? And how I feel like I'm barely holding on at home. Just truth be told, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and you want me to do what? And, but it wasn't about me. You know, I had to come, I said, okay, I told you whatever you wanted me to do, I would do. So I had to submit my will and say, okay. And then of course, once I talked to you, it was like everything just flew, flowed and everything just mm-hmm. fell into um, position right where I think, it was a matter of months that we started, like I think four months later, five months later. Yes, it was. It, everything mm-hmm. happened so fast, mm-hmm. but everything was already plan, um, planned in God's eyes. You know, he gave me, he gave us what yeah. to talk about. He gave us how to put it together and it just all came. So to me, this goes back to remembering that it's not about us. You know, he saved us and he has a purpose for us, our holy calling. Um, yeah. And it's not about our ability because to me that's when it says when the scripture says not according to our works that means our ability it's not about our ability but it's about his purpose and what he wants to do so he knew that these girls needed another part of their village and he wanted us to be a part of that village and that's a blessing it's a privilege to be a part of that village Mm -hmm. um i can't imagine Mm -hmm. now looking back had we not been obedient you know one we would have missed out on just all the genuine and the love from the girls and the relationships that we've built we would have missed out on that. Um, but then, too, the opportunity yeah. just to sow into the next generation. It's its a privilege to be used by God. Sometimes it's not easy, but it's a privilege. 
that he wants to use us. And when you look mm-hmm. at God using you like that as a privilege, then you, it's kind of like, hey, how can I say no to this? This is an opportunity, lifetime. The God who created the heavens and the earth, who created all of the universe, wants to use me. He doesn't have to use me. Because if we said no, mm-hmm. he would have found somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's true. just, you got it. When God mm-hmm. approaches you with the opportunity, it's like, okay, God, it's a privilege and I belong to you and I'm yours. So if this is what you want, we're going to run with it. And we, our lives have been blessed. I, To me, Little Sisters is one of my best uh, ministry opportunities that I've had, um, still have, mm-hmm. but it's been, it's made our, mm-hmm. made my life. Let me speak for me. I'm sure you would say the same thing though. But made my life even more enriching, <laughs> enriching um, all the memories that we've had. And now it's funny now that I have my my own kids. I'm like, OK, I taught little sis. Everything I taught them, I, you know, I got to teach mine. So like, I'm yeah. like, OK, well, they learned that the Bible, the acronym for Bible is basic instructions for living earth for before leaving earth. And I'm like, OK, kids, what's what's the Bible stand for? But somebody poured that into me, you know, and. Mm-hmm. And that, and the, actually, mm-hmm. I remember exactly who taught me that. Um, one of the mothers at the church who taught me that, and she's no, she's no longer living. But just, just teaching me per se, and she didn't just teach me that. I wasn't the only one she taught that acronym. But just teaching me alone, how many mm-hmm. people have learned about what that acronym means just from via blood, my bloodline. You know what I mean? And via my spiritual line, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, I've taught so many people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what a teacher does, though. When you learn something good, you're like, I can't hold this to myself. I got to share mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I got to share it. Share it. Mm-hmm. Spread the knowledge. Spread mm-hmm. the good news. So, yeah, this um, this scripture yeah. just tells me, it speaks to me that, hey, it ain't about me. It's about God's purposes and plans. And um, as long as I walk in what he wants me to do, it, everything will be mm-hmm. all right. Everything will work out. And I also want to point out that this, of course, is Little Sister's foundational scripture. Um, The vision, of course, is for them to be young ladies or young women living with purpose. Mm -hmm. And so um, they have embedded that in their heads and their minds where they're able to recite it over and over again and to not only recite (laughs) it, yes, Yes, but you know we're we're seeing that they're yes. walking mm-hmm. in that. You know, sometimes there may be struggles, but at the end of the day, they're mm-hmm. walking in it and they're understanding that they are called and that um they have yeah. purpose. And so you know, and that's what God wanted us to make sure that we instilled and spoke over them, still mm-hmm. speaking and instilling in them mm-hmm. over and over again, so that they will remember that this is what little sisters is about this is who you guys are this is what god has called you to most definitely yeah because i look forward to seeing it's going to be amazing to see them as they get older and um as they come into their womanhood as i say um and you know get married Mm -hmm. and have kids of their own and be like i remember when i remember when but it's exciting to see (laughs) how god is moving in their lives and and how they're able to know who they are because that's that's really the foundation yeah. of being able to walk in your calling and walk in your purpose you got to know who you are first and you got to know who you are as a child of God mm-hmm. and I remember all during the sleepovers you know they would fuss at me waking up early but I'm like look my time is limited I got to get you up and you got to get up and 
have praise and worship, start <laughs> off your day the right way. And they're like, are you serious? Yes, yes, I'm serious. It's not a sleepover. You get to sleep in. And so, um, but it was always good just to sow that foundation into them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like songs like, mm-hmm. uh, remember the I Am Special song that I would drill them on? Yes, yes, yes. I do. So they would have yes. to remember that song. And that dealt, it dealt with, it dealt with um, self-esteem mm-hmm. and you know all of those important mm-hmm. things that they need to be reminded. Mm-hmm. But that of. one, we I taught them that mm-hmm. that was one of the things that um, we did during that same love, um, the love cafe. It was that same sleepover. I remember it was all about loving one itself, mm-hmm. ourselves and mm-hmm. knowing who we are in God. Um, but those are things that I, those are nuggets I feel like that God has blessed us with to share with them and that I'm sure mm-hmm. they will share with other people. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What what some what awesome memories we have oh, yeah. and memories to come. Yes, because I already told them we boo horn when they graduate from high school and boo horn <laughs> when they get married. <laughs> mm-hmm. When they get married. But I think it's an awesome opportunity that they still want us to be a part of their lives, even for those who have transitioned to adulthood, that we still, you know, have the yeah. connection with them. We may not talk to them as much, yeah. depending on, you know, the bond. There's different bonds and different people are in different places, but still that they're open to us staying connected with them. And they know that we're here for them. And that's key. That's key. Because I never want to feel pushy, like, hey, you have to stay connected to me. No. You don't, but know that I'm here. Yes. If you want to know that if you have any questions, you need somebody to pray mm-hmm. for you. You just need somebody to listen to you. I'm here. So know that it's always an open door. Yes, that's that's definitely what it is all about. And you can tell that that they do take advantage mm-hmm. of that. You know, whether mm-hmm. they reach out to us via phone call, via text, or uh, just letting us know that if they're in need of our mm-hmm. advice or, you know, just to, to even check in. I think sometimes that's that's um wonderful to have them yeah. check on us. You know, I know a few of them will text me, say, I'm praying for you or, you know, how was your day? So to have them do that, to initiate that on their own and not have us to say, hey, what right. about me? You know, that they feel like, I, we're just as connected with you all. We love you all just as much mm-hmm. as you love us. And we want to make sure that you all mm-hmm. are okay. Yeah, so. it's a blessing. So that's why I said, as much as we, mm-hmm. it's been a, it's been an a, a awesome thing to be a blessing in their lives. They um, have definitely been a blessing in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I definitely agree. And this has been an awesome conversation, yes, Ina. And I so appreciate your time and well, our discussion in part two of the calling of being yeah, thank you for inviting me. You are so welcome. This is fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening for part two of the calling of being a mentor. You are. All-